0: sean what's the most embarrassing haircut you've ever had
1: so it was the early 90s and new kids on the block were very popular (laughs) and uh, they had these things called lines and okay the barber would take a razor an electric razor and shave these vanilla ice new kids on the blocks parallel lines down the sides of your head nice yeah, that had to be it. It uh, it wasn't attractive, to say the least. <laughs> well, I had a mullet
0: at one point, so... Um, I, I don't know if that's a bad thing. It's kind of in the hipstery circle. It's kind of come around a bit. I agree. I agree. You go to Europe, they make it look classy. It's kind of funny how some of the stuff that I remember from the 80s as being extremely uncool is being embraced by this current culture.
1: Yeah, I guess there's that 20 years sort of cycling that's happening right now. The tank tops, the neon colors. It's all there. It's all in hipster world. And also, if you want to go by centuries, you can say we're going back to 1900s too. Yeah, that's kind of funny too, the haircut. The haircut, the big beards, crop sides, everything's bushy. Everything's very masculine except very non-masculine simultaneously. And with that comes the return
0: of manly barbershop culture.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, 10 years ago, I would have never gone to a barbershop. I mean, that's where old guys go to be angry and- To vent and smoke yeah.
1: cigarettes and eat cheeseburgers simultaneously while they're cutting your hair. Yeah, but that kind of traditional barbershop is coming back up. It completely is. I mean, the classic styles are back. And um, in this instance, I guess I'm not super surprised. Well, the thing that's beautiful about it is, I don't know about you, but as I ebb into my early 30s, the hairline's receding. And the magical way you can sculpt this makes it look a little less obvious that my hairline is pulling a white flag. (laughs) That's part of what went into the
0: design of those classic cuts. It makes guys look as good as they can for as long as they can. Yeah, absolutely. So Sean and I packed up our recording gear and we went to talk to Chris Turner, the mustachioed proprietor of Turner's Barbershop, that's in Columbus's Short North District, We talked about beards, hard parts, and just kind of a day in the life of a barber. Cool, all right. Chris, the classic looks uh, have come back in a big way. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, in a big way. Undercuts, military, kind of like uh, we call servicemen. Haircuts, yeah, they're big. They're coming back. I mean, a lot of guys are liking them. It's manageable haircuts. Well, I think it looks good. I think it's a gentleman's haircut. And
0: when we talk about classic styles, I mean, they're classic by nature. I mean, they don't really go out of style, right?
2: No, not at all. No, no. I think the classic look always stays in style, so, I mean, I don't see it going away. If it does, it comes back in a, you know, big way, so, yeah, yeah, definitely classic cuts are always, always around, and always, I think, always going to stay, so. So, looking
1: right now, I mean, it feels like the big thing is coming, like, a lumberjack, having the beard, the shaved sides, and, like, is there a point where it's become so saturated, and have you seen these types of rampant, popular, Styles go in and out as time goes on.
2: Uh, you know, I've been cutting here for about six years, and this is the first time I've ever seen it go into this kind of, uh, you know, shape and size, big beard and stuff, bearded, you know, bearded guys. I mean, it's 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 happening now. It's. It's, odd. it's the first time I've seen it, let's say. And I'm not going to say it's the last time we're going to see it here. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, it's definitely the first time we've seen, like, the big beard, like the lumber, like you said, the lumberjack, kind of, like, uh, shave the sides and slick the hair back. So, yeah. It'll it'll come back. And it'll probably go away as well. But right now it's pretty strong right now. You know, yeah, absolutely. At the absolutely. moment, so. Yeah.
0: Maybe ten years ago or so. It would it would have never even crossed my mind to have uh, hit up a barbershop. I guess I just kind of thought of, like...
2: I don't know, crusty old dude sitting around. Exactly. I mean, uh, the barbershop has gotten, like, this old man rap about, uh, you know, old guys talking about the good old days and uh, how things were, you know, back in the good old days. And, uh, you know, honestly, you know, the it's, it's, it was like that. Don't get me wrong. It was a stereotype kind of for a reason. But this renaissance of barbering or younger barbers coming back into, uh, into play is, it, it's always been around, like, on the east and west coast. But now it's kind of hit the Midwest, and there's a lot of younger guys. Instead of going to college, you're going to barber college. And uh, it's it's kind of a cool cool thing to see. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess a lot of guys weren't going to the barbershop, like, let's say, during the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know, they were, they were, they were there around, but they weren't going as busy as they are, I think, now today. With a, kind of a younger generation of guys coming back to to the you know the barber shop, so I guess it's I think it's the the youth of the movement coming back to to uh, like I said to, to barbering. Like there's a crazy gap. There's like barbers that are in their twenties and thirties, and then there's a gap all the way to like guys in their sixties. There's this weird gap. Like I said, around that seventies eighties era, that guys they didn't become barbers or they weren't getting like really short haircuts. It, it was it was like I said, it was a, it was a weird time, you know. Uh, they they say the Beatles killed barbering almost uh, during the '60s, and they uh, if you talk, you go to a, like an old man barbershop, They they were in a barbershop shop when the Beatles came out, and the first time guys started growing their hair out long, so uh, it almost dried up the business. I feel like at one time, but
1: so why this resurgence right now? Why are people appreciating the art of the barber shop so much more?
2: I think it's because of the quality of a haircut as well as like a small business realm since that's kind of you know coming back in full force so I think uh, I feel like that's happening and so I guess the barbershop kind of fell, falls into that realm so I feel like that's why barbershops are boosting up. The guys are getting their haircut closer of course but they're coming into a shop and instead of a chain and realizing they're getting taken care of more than they would in like a chain or a a salon like I guess it's more of a men's atmosphere so they're comfortable more I feel like uh, they're more comfortable in the area as well sure
1: well this is also a very traditionally masculine looking shop it almost feels like something from the great Gatsby Um, it's not a salon it's not modern it's very gilded and traditional it's almost like the equivalent of a good mixed drink
2: right so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that, that that realm is, I think, is like it's another thing. It, uh, it's what I like and what I created here in the shop. So, I mean, it reminds me of it in there. Like, I feel like what Barbary was king, you know, was barbershops with 20, 30 guys in them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm trying to create here in, the, in this atmosphere is more of a traditional, but yeah, you know, we're younger guys in here, so.
0: One of the things that I had asked my last barber about was, I was like, hey, as my hairline gets. Higher, yeah. What can we do to deal with that? And and he was like, you know, that's funny you say that, because all these classic looks were kind of built with that in mind.
2: It's kind of true as well, because baldness happens differently on guys. It can go from the start in the back to the back to the front, or, you know, where the you know your peaks are, you know, in the front. But uh, some styles are definitely, most of them, even if you see the classic styles, they're generally meant to look good for that type of uh, that pattern, you know, hair loss. So...
0: Uh, Chris i've often wondered how you handle all day of small talk like can you only talk about the weather for so long
2: before oh, you just wanna... we talk about everything uh, we, we you know it could be anything about you know not obviously not too political not too uh, <clears throat> not too getting into like religion but we, we try to get more in depth you know what their day's like what what they 're doing that night mm-hmm. uh, you know what 's going on for the weekend maybe it's not small talk we try to interact and make people feel more at home like they're talking to a friend you know mm-hmm. instead of like just a another guy or a random stranger i don't
1: know can you be a successful introverted
2: barber (laughs) i I don't know i mean maybe i'm assuming you can
0: what's that billy bob movie uh the man who wasn't there yes yeah Yeah, he was the non-talking barber yes
2: right let's say this i know good barbers that are slow because they don't talk to anyone so yeah i guess that you know comes
1: sooner or later everyone needs a haircut For the kids, there's the Butch or the Heine, the Flat Top, the Ivy, the Junior Contour, and occasionally the Executive Contour. Me, I don't talk much. I just cut the hair.
2: Usually, when they come in and ask for something different, I pretty much already start seeing it coming. When it comes to like Instagram and uh, any any barbers I follow on on, uh, on Instagram or Facebook or whatnot I kind of see something so when somebody does come with something different sure. then they're not I've already kind of seen like oh yeah I've, I've seen that over in you know California or the West coast or you know so usually I guess if there's a trend coming upon I, I feel like I have a good step on it maybe you know
0: One of the things that I thought about when uh, you know like when you start looking at uh, the classic styles coming back, I'm not convinced that it's the same kind of guy that's getting this haircut now that was in,
2: you know, 1955. Right, you're correct. Uh, it's not the exact same style. It's usually a modified style of a classic cut, like with well, the guys that are getting like uh, the undercut. You know, uh, it's not what it was back in the day. It was a little bit more rough back in the day. The cut wasn't probably as clean. You know, now not that I have to say this is the barber's just the technology and what we yeah. we have today when it comes to clippers and stuff, but. Like, that haircut was just meant for, like, basic needs, like, military men to not have their, you know, hair touching their ear and, like, keeping regs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- today, it's, you know, you couldn't, you, even in the military, you couldn't have that haircut. But back in those days, that was just part of, like, part of, uh, the, I don't know, it was part of their, they had to have that haircut or that was just the, that's what they wanted. So, so. Uh, yeah, man, definitely not. Is exact haircuts that we're going to see from like back in like the 50s and 40s but uh, it's you know, close.
1: So I'm kind of curious where geography plays a place in defining the style. So what can make its way into the Midwest and what can't?
2: Yeah, there's different haircuts like guys are getting their, carving their, you know, part in you know, getting the part lined in, you know now that's real popular. Now here in the Midwest and like let's say the East Coast mm-hmm. it's a lot more smaller, thinner thinner lines than the West Coast a lot of guys like, do them big and wide Right. so there's like there's that trend but nonetheless like I said it's that barber trend is definitely came uh, came back in, is in full effect in the midwest I feel like you know it's it's, it's different though, how people cut here though from like east to west so. sure
1: do you think anything's lost by the merging of styles via social media so now that everybody can see what everybody's doing just kind of merge into one giant style as opposed to something more esoteric or idiosyncratic
2: that's a that's a good question. Anyone can cut hair. It's just a matter of if you are good at it, I guess you would say. So uh, that's that's the big one, man. You can see it, but try to replicate it is the, the big uh, big question. So what
1: makes you passionate about cutting hair? How did you discover the passion of cutting follicles?
2: It's it's work, nonetheless. But I love doing what I do. Um, it's it's definitely uh, I I feel like I'm doing something definitely positive in in, uh, in the shop coming in and enjoying what I do. I do definitely love what I do here.
1: On one hand, you're cutting hair, but on others, I'm guessing there's something more metaphysical, like you're helping your customers express themselves, look the best they can be. What do you find is especially gratifying about the job?
2: Uh, I think guys definitely think they feel they feel good. Uh, they, 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 they feel good. They look good. At least that's what we're trying to do, where they, they make them feel good, look good, and smell good when they leave the shop. So it's almost like a confidence boost, I feel like. When you get a good haircut, uh, it, I think it changes your day as well as you get a bad haircut. It does change your day, you know. So I feel like a, it's a confidence boost. So uh, it's more than just a haircut, I, I say. Well,
1: that brings up a, another question. You've mentioned relationships repeatedly through this interview. <laughs> right, Are you yeah. an impromptu relationship counselor at this juncture?
2: I can tell you one thing. I feel like we are like some of a therapist sometimes. People come to come here and unload sometimes a little bit, not like heavily, but just unload a little bit. Are you okay with that? Oh yeah, I'm fine with it. I hear it in different ways and forms and uh, it doesn't put me off or anything.
0: Sure. Sean, I think that answers your question earlier about can there be a successful silent barber as a listener? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yes. <Of course.
0: laughs> there you go. We did that talk with Chris while I was actually in the chair getting a haircut, and man, it was a great haircut. This guy knows what's up. And I had this moment when I saw how perfect Chris's hair was that I should have been having the other barber cut my hair. You know the old joke, you walk into a small town and you see the two barbers? Yeah. He can't give himself a haircut. Right. Right. So apparently both guys there can give fantastic haircuts.
1: That's all for this week. I want to thank Chris Turner from Turner's Barber Shop in Columbus's short North District for talking with us.
0: It was a great haircut. Thanks again, Chris. And our music was composed by me and Corey Gillen. My name is Eric French from WOSU Radio. I'm Sean Edgar. And if you've enjoyed listening to this season of Pop Columbus, think about making a donation at WOSU.org.